2: Previously on D&D&D, we lost a session. I'm
1: so sad. Yeah, we're, we recorded I'm it. We
2: recorded sad. it, we played it, and then a gremlin stole it. There were some really important things that did happen that affect the story moving forward. If it ever does turn up, I will release it. <laughs> Welcome to D&D&D, the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host and dungeon master, James Gressel, and with me as always are fun people. Say hi, fun people.
3: Hello. Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. I totally forgot what comes next. (laughs) 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 We're finally recording back to back to back, and I forgot how to do this. We have food. (laughs) We did. Yeah, we had food. And this is the first taste, no pun intended, (laughs) of the new (laughs) food kind of system. So first of all, as we explained last time, food is going to be a big part of the bigger mystery that you guys are now trying to solve with where is the son of Kitharia Earthadar oh. and <laughs> and Nils Hoskendauer. You're following the journals of the wizard Plintharin B. Lamor and he has written a travel log food journey. But you have not yet found that part of the journals. So as a kind of intro into this new food mechanic, I have made a dinner that represents Knight's Pass. So Knight's Pass is a city that's on this giant river. It has a big fishing industry. And then also outside of the walls of the city, there is a lot of agriculture. You guys met the Halflings Farmers Guild and the the other farmers that you saved from the blights. So we had a seafood stew with some seafood that would have come from the river and some produce and things that would have come from the Grocer's Guild and stuff like that. You fed so. us
1: fantasy fish?
0: Fantasy fish,
2: yes. Yay.
0: Were there blights in it?
2: Yep. it was all blights. It was just sticks, <laughs> just dirty, dirty sticks boiled <laughs> well, in
0: dirty water. You know what they call shrimp? The blights of the sea. The blights sea. of the sea. Mm-hmm.
2: That's not a thing, is it? I That's think not they're
1: de-blightful. De-bl- <laughs> oh.
0: It was
2: a shrimp and cod and clam seafood
0: stew with some bread that I made as well. You know, the bread was the best part.
3: Oh. It was the so warm. The stew was
0: good. <laughs> the bread.
1: Mike's, it was so warm. It was. It was, it was so warm. Voice. It was real
0: warm. I wanted to put my face in it. It's yeah. still warm
2: in my apartment from making the it's bread. It's pretty fucking warm. Yeah. It tasted like candy. Yeah, I was very happy with the bread. So far this season, doing well on bread between the pizza dough and this.
4: Yeah, so. we posted a photo of it to our Instagram.
2: It's gorgeous. So last we left you off, you learned of the Curse of Erthadar. And The the, Kursadar. The the (laughs) Kursadar. And we're tasked with trying to track down the missing male heir. Little baby Hank. Little baby Hank.
1: Thank you, boy.
2: You were given the opportunity to utilize the cottage that Plinther and B. Lamore kept in the Moonstown. Or uh, you can go ahead and explore however you want. I'm turning
4: it kind of over to you guys now. What do you want to do? Oh, team. When we were doing the names that we... We're giving ourselves for being a cuisine team now. I for I, I thought of a better one. I could be soy boy finder or baby bok choy finder.
1: I've got a better idea. What? You know, we just walk around the city smelling the fish, having a grand old time. I think you should be a po boy finder.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's
0: better. I'm good now. Hey, cuisine team. What say you? We gear up before we go on this adventure.
4: <laughs> sure, I I would like to. Check in on uh, the friends uh, we met. You at made shops. along the way, y- yes. And I would like to apologize to to Borst,
0: of of course. So I'm all good with that. And Juno found God, and now he's making amends. Oh no! Just when he thought he couldn't be more annoying, <laughs> oh! <laughs> now he's
1: religious. Let's just go <laughs> on this Juno quest redemption arc. You
0: got a problem. Margarine.
1: I'm sorry. Did everyone hear all of the mouth noises that yeah. just came after that? Yeah. Yeah, we heard.
0: Speaking of mouth noises, let's see. Borsh. <laughs> oh shit. Yep.
3: What? What's the voice? Live up the accent. <laughs> yeah, <buddy. laughs> you knew
0: it was coming. It's time to get Kiwi up
2: in this bitch from <laughs> Rome to the One Tusks boar You guys descend down the hill through the Moon Town, through the giant black oak gate, past the Black Oak Inn. And down to the Oak Shield district of town. You travel south down towards the river and to the dark, out of the way street where the one tusked boar resides. And then when you go in. Don't don't give
0: it like a temp worker filling in on God, I really want to stay off. Nope. I, Wendell's so much easier <laughs> to do. Wendell's scary. Bring us Borscht.
1: Is that what you said when we walk in? Yeah, <laughs> Wendell's
5: yeah. like, I'm right here, man. Wendell's scary. Bring to... us Borscht.
6: I'm not racist. Wendell's fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yes, uh, Borscht is behind the counter, and he says,
6: oh, hey, it's you guys. Yay.
3: Yay! Yeah! Yeah, Borscht, it's Good to
5: see you. Hey,
4: Borscht. Hi. Hey. It's you, it, how's the scythe? It's so good. Thank you so much. You did an amazing craftsman work upon it.
2: Yeah, it was pulling teeth to get you to give it to me, but I'm glad it all worked out in the end.
4: I, I'm i struggling with my prejudices, and I thank you for your patience.
5: Well, that's very kind of you, I guess. He's found God. Oh, God.
1: And I found this bucket! And Marjorie pulls the bucket <laughs> up from <laughs> on her head, and then water just pours all over her and the ground. Because she still has this bucket of infinite water. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From
2: the tower, yeah. Well, that's a mighty fine bucket there.
1: Thank you very much. And she smashes it back down on her head.
0: Borscht became
2: Kiwi Aussie John
1: Lennon. Oh. That's what
6: it sounds like.
0: I was thinking Kiwi John Lennon. Oh, my
2: God. Oh, God. He has little glasses, little round glasses. Yeah. Oh, no. He only puts them on to read. Yeah. That
5: was really nice of Borscht to just, yes, and the bucket of water that was just poured in his shop. Now he's just like, well, all
2: right. I, I, it's... A, <laughs> It's a messy shop. They probably helped cleaned up a little bit. <laughs> so what uh, What can I do for you? Are you here for... Did you find some more magic items I can restore? Oh, this is getting a little liver no, you're, doing great.
6: you're doing great. dude. Do you have
2: something else I can restore for you or would you like to see what we have available here? What do you have available here? Okay, so now you can look at <laughs> Big the... Big menu
6: of
3: items. Yes, so up.
2: you can... From Borst, you can buy anything that is weapons or armor, but you cannot buy anything from the list that listeners have submitted. So thank you to everybody Everybody who submitted some magic items this is how this is going to work now um so i sent the team a big list of magic items and shop appropriate so this is a weapons and armor shop so if you see any weapons and armor on this list you can buy it or if you want to just buy like new armor or weapons at like the plus one level i can give you a price for that i don't want anything of yours
0: borscht that's fine did you just come here to say hi I mean, yes. Juno's been really wanting to do that. He's been, he's been really trying to make amends. Like, I, I, you know, Boris, this might be, like, totally not my place to say so, but I think it'd go a long way to, to help our, our friend here if you he just told him, like, not necessarily forgive him if you don't want to, but just tell him uh, that maybe you acknowledge his effort.
2: Well, I, I'd have to see some effort to acknowledge, I guess. Well, boys, th- let me be very honest. A lot with you. of this happened off screen for me.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I, I plan to come in here and and buy so many things to show my appreciation. But but, the, that, but, but that's that's, that's, that's a,
2: just putting a monetary value on things. That's, oh, really, no. that's, that's not also really
0: that's not really showing a transaction growth. where you're getting something out of it. Yeah. That's not really, well, well so. this conversation's I, I want to happening.
1: Margin is ruffling through some of like the tunics and clothes on the side. Sure. Yeah.
0: Perusing
2: the wares. Yeah.
5: Hey, B. Well, B. Bo- hey, Borscht.
2: Ye- yeah?
5: Do you have the Wings of Staying Alive?
1: Margaret pulls one particular tunic out and starts looking at it.
5: Yeah, uh, he would sell those, sure. Hey, Borscht. I would like to purchase the Wings of Staying Alive.
2: Okay, the Wings of Staying Alive are an intricate set of bronze and silver wings that can be strapped to the wearer. In times of great peril, the wearer can perform a disco dance <laughs> to rapidly fly 15 feet in the direction they point at the completion of their dance. This can be used five times per day and recovers 1d4 charges per day. This was submitted by Nicole Carlson. Nicole? Uh, Nicole. It's probably Nicole and I typed this wrong. So thank you, Nicole. This is a really cool, uh, interesting <laughs> item uh and a lot of fun. So I'm gonna up this price though. This is a little oh, bit what? cheap.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, th- these can make you fly. I feel like it's so. gonna happen. Wow. A
5: lot. You should definitely I've just leave a review on yet. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about this okay. board shop. I really want.
6: Do you have a dragon's maw? No, that's what I want. I just want to do the Bane voice. Yeah, I know, me too. I was <laughs> going to do
2: the Bane voice too. Can I, I, I
1: borrow there. it?
2: Yeah, he would sell the dragon's oh maw for sure.
1: Yeah. Marjorie puts Fuck. on the cloak. Which cloak? She puts on the tunic of bird calling and fucking turns into a big, raggedy, horrible looking black crow. Oh
4: my god.
3: <laughs> In
4: the
2: store?
3: In the store. I
2: guess this is a try before you buy thing, but uh, <laughs> you really should buy that if, if you're going to turn into birds. She's in freaking
1: st- out. She's freaking out. Well, you're still- She's flying around the store. Do you want to read the, the description?
2: Allows the wearer to turn into a bird once per day. Once they are turned into a bird for 10 minutes. Also gives plus 10 to animal handling checks related to birds. This was submitted by Matthew Jones. Okay. Yeah. So you're just a bird now. Marjorie's a bird. <laughs> Wendell, Wendell, get, get, uh, get the bird. Get the. Get well, get be, the...
4: be careful. That's that's still an old lady.
2: She's
1: knocking into things. Yes. Oh wait, Wendell's
2: here too.
4: Yes, I am here, and
2: I will get a net, and I will chase this whoa, bird. Whoa,
1: she smashes into Fletch.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. And then she flies out the front door.
3: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs>
0: Okay. How long does that thing- uh, 10
3: minutes. 10 one? minutes. Uh, well,
0: you guys
2: are going to have to pay 3,000 gold for that. But,
5: oh. Yeah. That's 3,000 gold, but how much are my wings? Uh,
2: 2,500.
5: How much is that maw? Uh, f- yeah, that's
0: 250. That oh. doesn't really do anything. So. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely taking that. Hey, Zavis. Yeah. I got you something. Oh, I, shit. I give him the dragon's maw. Oh, boy. And what does that do? Uh, dragon's maw. Hey, <laughs> Zavis. Here, I bought this for you. Oh, it's an God. iron mask. Forged in the shape of a dragon snout that grants the wearer plus five to intimidation checks, but distorts their voice and makes them sound yeah. like Bane. Okay, and it so
3: also makes me if, sound like this. So if you
0: don't do the <laughs> voice, you don't get the bonus.
5: Thanks, okay. Michael Prop Hater.
2: Hilarious. And then the bird. Uh, Borscht, I'll pay for that. Somebody's got to pay for I'll that. I'll pay yeah. for that, Borscht.
4: Hopefully, the margarine bird doesn't have a, mar- a like a bird brain, and we who knows where she will go. She's
5: a grown adult. Hit me up with a Charlie horse blow dart. We may have to use that it. Oh, larger. this is
4: a fun
2: one. So this is a simple blow dart that caused whoever is stuck with the dart to feel an incredibly painful Charlie horse for 15 seconds, which is three turns, let's say. Oh, after that time, the victim will painlessly grow a horse tail that will eventually fall off. <laughs> Boris is going to charge 100 gold for this.
4: That's fine. That's totally acceptable, boys. Yeah. S- since Flack was communicating my desire to, to make amends, is there anything that when I'm out shopping, I could get for you somewhere else? How could I? You're,
2: you're still really just, you're focusing oh no. a lot on the on the material aspect oh. of this, and we're not really talking about, like, the feelings part.
4: How, what can I do to allay your feelings?
2: Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about maybe why you felt this way in the first place. I mean, I think you were focusing a lot on my orcness.
4: Oh, yes.
2: Which is only part of, That's it doesn't define who I am. I'm a blacksmith. And now I have this shop and, th- and I make magic weapons and armor and stuff. And I, and I take in other people who are kind of marginalized, like Wendell and other people. And you didn't even bother to find that out before you were all judging, like, oh, he's trying to take my side. I wasn't trying to take your side. I just wanted to work on it because I like working on magic items and things. And you didn't even bother to find that out. And that wasn't very nice of you, Juno. You know now, was it? Was it, Juno?
4: Was it? Nope. No, it was not.
2: <laughs> <Here> in the <laughs> distance.
6: <laughs> Did you turn into like a big, like a human-sized bird? No, like or is it a regular like a size, up- or like a crow. Oh no! Yeah,
5: I imagine it as uh, the Ducktales Treasure the Lost Lamp guy, <laughs> <laughs> like the sorcerer. He can turn into a hawk. Yeah. I imagine it like that. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's like a beat-up
0: Errol from Harry Potter. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh yeah, that rickety ass. Oh, maybe she should be an owl.
4: Oh, that's right. It was an. Animal. Let's, You're let's ugly say crow. that
2: the power of the cloak is you can turn into any small bird. Can
6: okay. I get those gloves of malice and mercy?
0: Those are really cool.
6: Those are cool. I just feel like they'll look good. The gloves of malice <laughs> and
2: mercy, a pair of leather gloves, one intricately carved with glowing black marks will deal 1d4 damage to anyone whose skin it touches. The other is carved with equally intricate glowing white marks and will restore 1d4 health to anyone whose skin it touches. The wearer is protected from both of these enchantments. This is from Nocturne. How many times a day does it work? Let's say you can use these 1d4 times per day. So you would have to roll that dice at the beginning. After every rest, roll a d4, and that's how many charges you get. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because if you roll
0: like a one, it's like, oh, fuck, I forgot to plug it in overnight. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Uh, So that's 2,500. I'm not going to change the price on those. That
2: seems
3: like a fair
0: price.
5: Hey, Borscht. Listen, yes. buddy, first of all, I just want to say that, um, you know, I'm good for the money. We could have just left and the bird could have, you know, taken the cloak from you, but I this paid This bird you. has flown? This bird has flown. This one has not, and I will stay here. <laughs> now, I will say that the Wings of Staying Alive is cheaper at other, shop- other shops. <laughs> You're shopping around? And I'm just shopping around, and I was wondering if you could match the price that was originally given.
6: <laughs> you know, you-, <laughs> you know I'm good for you know- it. Don't be worse than Best Buy, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Let's do seventeen hundred. What do you do, seventeen hundred? Listen, I want it, so fine. Okay, I'll Sounding take it for like seventeen hundred.
2: Do you know is there anything you'd like to buy or, or say?
4: say?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was politely
4: <laughs> waiting for the shopping because there was an interruption of shopping. So
0: you think capitalism is more important than no? <laughs> yeah, uh, th-
4: there's nothing that I that I need from you ex- except, and I don't even need it. But I I do understand that. You are a more complex individual than your race and you are you are you seem like a beautiful. great guy. You are beautiful, you borscht, and I am so glad to learn more about you. Apology accepted. Cool. Uh
2: it seems that you're you're really trying to get better, which is great. Is there anything you'd like to purchase? Now now we can do the monetary transaction part. Uh, no, but
4: I you Maybe are you top of my to <laughs> list next time I'm in need of anything armor or weapon related.
2: Well, you you do have the scythe, which is you know. I'm it's so I'm, good. I'm proud that that you're repping my work out there in the world. So, can I get anything else for anybody else? Your small friend is already gone. Oh, oh yeah, yes. we do need it. to pay for, fine. for that. Yeah, that's <laughs> Fletch paid for it.
4: Oh, thanks
0: Fletch. again. Just listen. I thought
4: he was... Yeah, for turning over a new leaf, you really should focus on the ears. <laughs> I thought he was talking about money overall. It's times money. Okay.
0: Did you just leave the store?
4: <laughs> yes, he did. He went outside.
2: Out of
5: embarrassment. Well, thanks, Borscht. Thanks for your... Always
2: fun when you guys stop by.
5: Yeah, It's always something.
2: It's always something.
5: Thank you. <laughs> just kind of awkwardly look at leave. each other. Yeah. I reopened the door. Hey, Borscht. Where can we get amulets and other stuff that you don't sell?
2: Uh, Amulets, you probably have to go to Gwendolyn's place. Uh, Hey, Gwendolyn's place. For garments that aren't armor. That's hard to say in this accent. (laughs) You'd have to go to
5: Berdalia's. Hey, Berdalia's for, what what, did you say Armors that aren't armor. I'm shouting at everybody because I popped my head back in. You're talking to us. I popped my head back in the store. Okay, thanks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Got it. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, anyone see uh, Eyes in the Sky? Anyone see Marjorie?
5: I mean, I could attempt to go fly at her and catch her if we see her. I just have to dance first. Oh, that's right.
4: Uh, I'll do a perception check for Margarine, for bird
2: Margarine. What kind of bird is Margarine right now?
1: Well, I said a big haggard crow.
2: Yeah, you You did say crow.
1: And then you said only small birds. Well,
0: big crow is still a small bird. It's the first time. A crow isn't a raven.
2: You could probably be a crow if you wanted to be a crow.
1: Should I commit to like one bird forever or... I do like the idea of just being one bird forever. Okay. Chunky crow or like a horrible owl?
2: Like molting.
1: Yeah. Fold. I think a chunky I think owl. Chunky arrow-like owl okay. might be best. Like tufts of feathers are coming out. Coming out, yeah. Uh, not the most graceful creature. But functionally an owl.
2: Let's do that. and then So uh, Juno, you rolled your perception check? Yeah, 24. Okay, you see a trail of tufts of feathers (laughs) (laughs) uh, leading away from the shop. Uh, Where did you head, Margarine?
1: We're in Oak Shield right now? Yep. North Oak Shield.
2: You see a trail of tufts of feathers leading north. Let's follow the tufts.
1: How long has it been?
2: It's probably been around- It's been around 10 minutes? If you've gone somewhere, it's probably been around 10 minutes, yeah.
1: Okay, 100% Margarine is on top of a roof- Somewhere in Northern Oak Shield. Okay. It's probably another shop, but Sheik doesn't know how to get down.
2: So you guys followed this trail of feathers to a uh, another shop. Let's say you ended up by like Berdalia's shop where you guys bought the fancy clothes for the fancy party. Perfect. Oh. And on the roof of that shop is a now halfling version of Marjorin with this cloak on the roof.
1: <laughs> she's holding the cloak out like she's not wearing it.
2: <laughs> You're like, I'm not sure about this.
1: Yeah. Are they in eyesight?
2: Yeah, you you guys are now like in front of the shop, looking up like that office episode where Michael's going to jump off. Oh the my roof. god! <laughs> hey. It's safety training. Yeah, uh, that's he's right. going to jump onto the moon bounce.
1: Guys, I turned into a bird.
5: Yeah, you owe me three thousand gold.
1: <laughs> Why is that your first concern? Because
5: <laughs> I got upcharged on a. I was turned into went a goddamn bird. Are you safe? Are you okay?
1: Do I look okay? Ooh, was it yeah. cool? One? I mean, if I was prepared for it, sure.
5: (laughs) Why don't you put it back on and fly
4: down? (sighs) Do you you need a hand getting down? I could come up. I'd like to see that.
1: Marjorie puts the cloak back on and tries to turn back into a bird.
4: No. No (laughs) offense.
1: Guys, I need help.
4: Juno's going to try and climb up there. All right, uh, athletics check. Dirty 20.
2: Yeah, okay. You can... Yeah, it's stone and and wood, Tudor-like, Bavarian-like looking building, so you can climb up the various posts and shit.
1: Oh, hi. Now you're up here.
2: Climb onto my back.
1: Oh, my God. On my
4: shoulders. One of the two. What's easier?
1: She does. She climbs onto his back.
4: Okay. Great. Now I'm going to climb down. Probably harder. Yep. Significantly harder now. All
0: right. This is a two-story building, let's say. Okay. Hold on. Did we collect the feathers while we were searching for her? Using my inspiration. Do you want to? Yeah. We we had collected the feathers, and I make them a little pile beneath where they're climbing down. (laughs) Just (laughs) Just a very small (laughs) pile. 13 no you fall
2: oh Oh, no can Uh, i cast
6: levitate on both of them yeah okay Mm. but oh shit i gotta do you gotta
2: roll for that it's a 20
6: um i accidentally destroyed our hundred sided die (gasps) because i tried painting it and it turned out like garbage Uh oh Oh, no hold on i'll just do a random number yeah random number by the way what is
1: uh berday berdalia doing because she must be watching juno climb the side of her shop
6: well she's
2: inside the shop windows would have been very expensive she doesn't have very big windows so
6: if i roll one through 20 it's wild magic one through
2: 20 it's wild magic
6: it's wild magic (laughs) i got 14 this is the
2: first wild magic of season two so now we have a lot of listener submitted wild magic effects as well as some that i made up and some chelsea did you ever send me any
6: I did. I added them to the yeah. Okay, cool. So you added them. Great. Okay. So let's break down how this works. So it depends. Levitate's a level two spell, uh, so it's a 20% chance I get no. wild magic. We cap it at 40% if yeah. I'm rolling level four or above, because mm. more than that is just like insane. Yeah. So basically like cantrips I can do. There's never wild magic. Right. Level one is 10%. Level two is 20, 30, up to 40.
2: And your warlock spells are not affected. Right. That was part of the deal. Yeah. That you made. So roll a another 100 and let's see what happens.
6: 45.
2: 45 is from Scott Eisenberg. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Thank Scott. You. Thank
1: Scott. you, Scott. Actually, maybe not, <laughs> Scott.
2: So you yeah, will see. You put a random character to sleep for one round of turns, <laughs> they gain a small amount of health back. <laughs> oh, um, so roll a d4 and let's say one flack two Fletch, three Margarine, four Juno. Four. So Juno is now asleep as you're plummeting <laughs> to the
0: ground. Oh my God. Let me look up fall damage real
2: fast.
6: Oh my God. Can you
0: minus one because of the feathers?
4: Oh, and Margarine should be okay, that right? Because, because like
0: Juno can break her fall.
2: <laughs> yeah. she's on my back. No, no, you're on, you're going to fall off of the... Yeah, and she's on your back. But I'm,
0: wait, I'm falling this way? Yeah, of course. Think How about the, you...
2: uh, the, your yeah, the logistics You're right. of You're right. it. 1d6 for every 10 feet. So let's say you fall. Mm. A story is 12 feet, right? 10, 12. So let's say that you fall 20 feet. So 2d6. Take 2d6 damage.
0: Should Marjorie take As more because she's getting crushed?
2: Yeah, so margin roll (laughs) 3d6, and then uh, Juno, part of the wild magic spell is that you do gain a small amount of health back, so roll a d4 and subtract
4: that from your damage.
1: Well, I got hit for 10.
4: I got hit for 8 minus 4, so 4.
2: Margarine cushioned your fall. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But you're now also asleep. You've landed on the ground. And then- I
6: lean over his unconscious body. You're welcome.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> and from
1: underneath his body, Marjorie's like, you ass. It just starts beating on him as much as she can. I run
5: over and roll Juno you know, off of Marjorie.
1: Oh, thanks, nice Fleck. Fuck. You're welcome. Oh, um, I've been through a lot today.
5: Yeah, so turning into a bird is kind of, you know, a big risk.
1: What? Nobody cared.
0: Man, I,
4: what do you mean
5: nobody
0: uh, I feel like I didn't take any spells to heal things because I was told that you know Juno would be able to handle all that.
6: <laughs> what kind of thing is gonna make him wake up though? Oh, try something.
1: Okay. Hey, use of your water. bucket of water. No, I use my bucket oh, yeah. of
6: water, Marjorie
1: uses her bucket of water. Yeah, she doesn't, that doesn't stop it.
5: <laughs> oh god. Ju- you're Juno, you're now awake <laughs>
2: and you're just you're just drenched. <laughs> you're just you're just underwater. Oh, still. still Are you like waterboarding
1: him? i I'm not i I'm not like putting it down <laughs> his mouth. <laughs> But it mean, was of it's a amount,
4: yeah. though. We established that it's only like oh, a bucket's is? full. Yeah, because yeah. you, would... you have to refill the bucket.
1: She does. <laughs> she <laughs> knows he's awake, and she does bucket. it one more time.
4: I put my hand <laughs> to stop
2: the bucket. <laughs> Blech. The commotion has uh, alerted Berdelia. I don't think Berdelia had a voice, so let's give Berdelia a voice. Can I help you? Hey, it's you guys. Hey, Berdelia.
4: Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I fell asleep, but that was not my doing. I hope you had
4: fun think at I the, have the party. No
0: we did. It was uh... dope. We uh well, you know what? Actually, hey, you you hear about that terrorist attack?
2: I I did hear about that. Yeah, the te- we were the, the, there for that. It, it, it was
0: so scary. It mm-hmm. ended
2: the whole Reverus conglomerate and it left town. It was very confusing. I lost a lot of work, which was odd. so damn those terrorists. That's Damn those terrorists. Yeah. Damn those
1: terrorists. Ground. Well, good
4: Maybe news we for can you. Maybe we can throw some money your way uh, yeah. to purchases. Uh,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, Fletch. Fletch, Stormy,
0: talk. So after surviving that harrowing terrorist attack, we actually went and also saved the world. And so now we're just kind of doing a victory lap here and stocking up on stuff that now we can afford with all of our world saving riches. So what will cool this items? get me?
1: And Margin pulls out the two gems that she got. <laughs> <Whoa>.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, the sapphire and the, the
1: emerald. The sapphire and the emerald.
0: Those are
2: significant gems. Fletch just kind of takes. did fleece takes last time. Like money? Yeah, yeah. Because or... they're softball sized okay. gems. Where are those from? The, the risk dragons. and reward, the dragon presence. I
6: thought maybe you meant significantly plot. Related <laughs> no, no, me no, no,
5: yeah. no, no,
0: no, no. They're just very, very
2: so
5: large. Fletch leans are, over and takes one of, the, one of the gems from oh, her make
0: hand. A, yeah, make a sleight of hand.
6: What, sleight <laughs> sleight I, uh, you
0: know what? I'm doing the same thing to the other one.
2: Very serious. Wait, what decks. do I do? Make a counter roll. is running to?
6: a Breath of the Wild style shop where it's like, how are you still in business? 17. You keep buying gems from me.
5: 22. Who 17. Yes, Margarine?
1: Ten.
2: Flack and Fletch each pluck a gem out of Margarine's tiny little hands.
1: And she's just standing there, like, wet and disheveled <laughs> and injured. Injured. And now with no gems.
5: I bend all the way down and say, interior, you owe me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> For what? For what? You still haven't paid me back. This, this is your payment. She holds it up.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you can't just fly out of a store. Marjorie, do you need to be healed? <laughs> Do you need?
4: Do you need healing? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I will cast. Hang on, I got, I got, I got a lot of these. No.
2: Margin
1: throws her new tunic on the ground.
5: Berdely, is it cool if we cast spells in your store?
2: Well, you're outside the store technically right now. Oh. But uh, right. she
5: sees the gems and she's
2: like, "Oh, well, please, with with riches such as those from your world saving, which admittedly <laughs> I didn't really hear too much about, but we can what? tell you, um." <laughs> Please, please come in and and take a look. I have a customer right now, but uh, peruse the shop and see what you like. And we
0: can definitely make something work with those aforementioned riches.
1: Give me back my Jebs. Hey, I
0: wrote down that I have the sapphire one. So you can have the emerald (laughs) one. Is that cool? Yeah, man. Okay, cool. That works.
6: Uh, Is that cool? Marjorie's trying to like jump, (laughs) jump to reach the gems. So the store is like closed. Yeah. Do you have
2: necklaces? Yeah, she would have some
0: accessories, yeah. Okay, yes, I see here listed that you may have the necklace of the boisterous polyglot. (laughs) Polyglot? Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, a choker that grants knowledge of any language with a successful DC 13 history check, but if the check is lower than an 18, speaker can only communicate in that language through screaming. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I want. This is from Tobias uh, Schramo, Tobias Owen Schramo. So thank you, Tobias. (laughs) Yeah, you, you can definitely buy this.
0: The listed price is 300? Yeah. I'll take it.
2: Great. You don't have a high history buff, right? Or do I? Do you? What's high? Not one or two. It's a three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably should have made that a 15. No, it's too late. Lower, lower than 18,
0: and only screaming is fun. So. Yeah, okay. uh, I immediately put it on.
4: Great. <laughs> Juno casts healing word on margarine. For what? Six hit points.
1: Great, thanks. Uh, so Lose 10. Get back six. Wow. Big day. While
2: Flack is perusing the accessories counter, uh, you see that Bredalia is helping out another customer, a haggard looking gentleman who is buying some pretty standard utilitarian clothes, but dark colored. I think like Carhartt or Dickie's kind of stuff, you mm-hmm. know? But all like in dark colors, like black and stuff. So he completes his transaction, gives a side eye to you guys who had made so much commotion. Uh, <laughs> and not slowly, but like. As he walks out, he's kind of giving you a second look. And then he leaves.
1: Marjorie's outside. She rolls a perception check against him because he's giving her the willies. Oh, and it's only a three. Well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's a dude, kind of dark featured looking
1: dude. Checks out.
5: Hmm. Do you guys see that guy was giving us weird looks? Yeah, he's not showing
0: respect. We saved this town.
5: I thought he just liked my choker. It could be. It is quite distracting.
0: To you, James, what does a choker look like? <laughs> it, it looks it- like a uh, circa 2003. High school girls. Black, oh, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I don't know what those are called. The a Joker. choker. Yeah. yeah They're just, still just, in. A choker.
6: Yeah. Those came back. Yeah. Jenna
1: Marbles wears one. Let's not day. say
0: still. Let's say
1: once They're more. they in. <laughs>
0: they came
2: back inexplicably. <laughs> what a weird look. Okay. okay yeah, was really just like. me think I... that the head's going to fall off. Yeah. Okay. Home. For sure.
6: Do you got a uh, cape of billowing here?
2: Cape of billowing she would sell for yes. sure.
6: I will take one of those. This uh, in what color? Okay. <laughs> Do you have any that are black but with a blue lining oh. and also like a Dracula style collar where it's like really big?
2: <laughs> She'd have to add the collar so there will be a little bit extra cost. Okay. But, Worth uh, it. <laughs> 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 Let's call it 150 to add the collar. Okay. And this was from Gunner Loper. Thank you, Gunner. Uh, a long-time there. fan, so thank you. Marjorie
1: walks into the store finally with tunic in hand and asks Zabbos, what's it do? Um,
2: oh, yeah. The I ca- don't think. I'm- <laughs> yeah. The cape of billowing <laughs> is a magic cape that, when worn, is permanently floating behind the wearer as if a small breeze is being blown to keep it afloat, primarily used to look cool, but has no other real effect other than an aesthetic one. So it has no magical effects. It just kind of blows in the wind, whether or not there is an actual.
1: Just
6: aesthetic, mm Hmm. What do your like? Are your shoes magic? Like, is everything got to be literally? Yeah, <laughs> magic.
3: Yeah, yeah Literally, everything, everything <laughs> I'm wearing
1: does something for me.
6: That's why I look like this.
1: She has a bucket on her head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Roberto,
0: you got necklaces, right? That's rude. yeah
2: some necklaces depending on the necklace what are you looking for you just bought
0: a necklace i know you can wear more than one necklace okay fucking ask little john (laughs) Uh, do you have do you have this uh dead meat necklace (laughs) oh i guess yes you can probably buy this The dead meat necklace
1: from Evan Coat.
2: uh, (laughs) Necklace that can either tell the user when they find a dead body, how they died, or the time of death of the body on a successful DC-16 investigation check. This is 1,000 gold. This is one of her more uh, prized items, one of the more powerful magic items that she has in her shop, but she will sell it to you. I'll take it. It's yours for 1,000 gold. What about
0: capes? Oh, if you want a cape, you can get a cape.
2: Cape of
1: bees! <laughs> you have enough money for the cape of bees. I got. I'm gem. keeping
0: track of my money. This is the <laughs> spell that he cast,
4: giving us ten thousand gold each. Yeah, you made yeah. it possible. You a
2: fool. I was. <laughs> a black and yellow striped cape with a fuzzy white collar. Once per day, is an action, you can flap the cape and unleash a swarm of bees at your enemies. This is from Anne Kemper. Thank you, Anne. This, this, this one so is so Very, very funny, and Thank
5: that you. is terrifying. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll uh, we'll head over to uh, George's.
0: Okay, I'm
2: good.
5: All right, thanks. Thanks, Bertie. Bye-bye. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you leave Bredalia's clothing store, and you turn the corner into kind of a little square where there is a fountain, and on the fountain, lying across the ledge of it, like Burt Reynolds, but clothed, (laughs) is a man you recognize as Jason Jones.
4: Jason, oh my God. I hide behind Fletch.
3: <laughs> what are you, and what? he says,
2: well, 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 what do we have here? Uh, it is my favorite set of adventurers, including one Juno Greenpoint that I was led to believe was dead and buried somewhere hidden deep within the confines of my thieves' guild. But here you are. And then you see next to him the man who left the shop oh. right before you. Oh, he's
5: waiting for us
2: who had seen you there and and evidently reported it to Jason. And around the fountain, with Jason and this other man, uh, are five other thieves that draw their weapons.
4: I cast thaumaturgy, and my voice booms up to three times as loud as normal for one minute. Okay. And I say... You don't know what you're messing with, Jason Shown. We are far more powerful than when we last met.
5: Surrender now. Hold on a second, Juno. Are you are you peeking out from behind me or is it, or am I <laughs> I'm just smelling? I'm saying it from behind you. And so I'm just like what do you want me to do? Do you want me to like move my mouth so it looks like I'm saying it? Roll intimidation. <laughs>
2: okay. And you know what? Disadvantage for cowering.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Eight. Oh my god. Eight? No. Yeah. Eight's not gonna do it. Okay. J- Jason okay. is not intimidated. Alright.
6: I put on the dragon helm. Perhaps you gentlemen <laughs> don't know what you've gotten in yourselves <laughs> Alright, roll your
2: intimidation <laughs> with, your, with the bonus. Okay. Twelve. <laughs> nope, twelve <laughs> doesn't do it either.
6: Wow I really <laughs> fucked that well, one up. of the
2: thieves does look like he starts to kind of like uh back away a little <laughs> bit, but most everybody else is unaffected. so Jason says, yes, uh, uh f- fancy meeting you you five here it's it's just a shame that you don't have that uh that ravishing young halfling land of lakes with you because I would definitely like a word with her because she lied to me and broke
1: my heart. How dare she <laughs> You seem like a perfectly pleasant. Young man.
2: Well, this perfectly pleasant young man is about to uh, murder you. Is he? Yes. And Marjorie
1: takes her tunic of bird time and puts it around Jason's shoulders to turn him into a bird. Well, you, you already Can't. used it, though. Yeah, oh, no. I did.
2: Yeah, but
0: that's not how that
2: works. Well, how's it oh. read? How's,
4: wor- how's, yeah, how's, yeah, how's it worded? How's Just it worded? worded?
1: How's it
0: worded? How's it worded? Day. As the cuisine oh. team's attorney, I demand we set <laughs> <It's
4: laughs> look- uh, Well,. It- Allows the wearer to turn into a bird once a day, and they are turned into a bird for ten minutes. Yeah, but the we- <laughs> you can't activate it on
2: another person. All right, person.
1: story-wise, <laughs> I, I put it on and it happened, and I didn't mean to. So I was thinking, story-wise, I could put it around his shoulders and it would just activate.
2: Mm-mm. No, he doesn't want to turn into a bird, and it doesn't. Neither did she. I
1: didn't necessarily want to turn into a. Marjorie's got to go to therapy if she didn't want to turn into a bird, but she turned into a bird. <laughs> like, what's going on there? All right. So well, it doesn't work. It
4: doesn't
2: work.
1: Okay, then oh. she she slowly pulls it back, like flirtatiously, and pretends that that was just the thing she intended to do.
4: Juno casts
2: command. Whoa. All right. Well, we need to wa- we need to roll for initiative. <laughs> Before we before do we do, yeah, that? Before okay. we do any of All this. Right.
1: I wanted to turn him into a bird.
2: Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 38 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at d d and d Pod on Twitter and d d d Pod on Instagram or email us at pod at gmail.com. So this is it. This is our lost episode. We found it. Lost and found again. That's where the title comes from. Uh, it wasn't lost that long. It's only been a couple weeks, so you didn't have to wait too long to figure out what happened when the gang went shopping and then got ambushed. But we wanted to get it out to you as soon as we could once we did find it, and I want to tell you the story of how I found it. So we record the show into a audio recorder that records on SD cards. A lot of you are probably familiar with SD cards. They're small, little chips. And what happened was when I moved everything out of my dining room where we record uh, into my office, the chip, the card fell into a box of paper towel rolls that we had been storing in my office. And when we were doing some cleaning around the apartment and I finally broke down that box, the card fell out of the box. So weird, random thing that happened. And that's how it was. I was super excited when I did find the card. I texted Joel immediately. He grabbed a screenshot of our text exchange and shared it on Twitter. A lot of you probably saw that already. If you don't, follow us on social media at dndanypod on Twitter. And yeah, so Joel actually cut this episode as well. So thank you to Joel for putting in the work to get this episode cut down and ready to go for all of you to listen to. I'm working on the rest of the sandwich session that we recorded So really big thank you to Joel for cutting this episode. Thanks for your understanding on the delay this week. We were originally going to put out the next part of the sandwich episode, but I had a hard drive issue with my computer and had to replace my hard drive. So we lost a lot of time earlier this week. So even bigger thank you to Joel for picking up the slack there. Quick reminder that Beth is selling D&D merch on her shop, Bethbyrad.shop. She's got prints of the amazing logo. There are t-shirts featuring that logo and the campaign team sound off. So check out the link in the episode description to bethberad.shop if you are interested in some D&D merch. Uh, I love the logo poster so much. I have one of those right near uh, the table where we record every session I love it. It's so great. I'm so grateful to Beth for spreading her talents on that amazing, amazing piece of art. I also have one of the shirts because it's so cool and I want to wear it around and it is a very, very comfortable shirt. So if you are interested in one of those things, the print of the shirt, be sure to check out bethberad.shop. Thanks to everybody who's tweeted about the show, people like at TastefulMarcos on Twitter who said, I finally caught up with that D&D and D-Pod, and the fact that they made a real estate sale entertaining is amazing. Thank you, at TastefulMarcos. We had a lot of fun with that episode. I did not expect it to go into that direction, but it did, and it was so much fun. Thanks to everybody who has shared some Gerbert Mertbert fan art. We got a lot of those, and they're all incredible. Quiet Compassion on Twitter sent one. Court Rogers at Court and Crafts on Twitter sent one that's got the cape in it and everything. We got some cool mayonnaise fan art from Aubrey Elise, uh, which is really great and kind of looks like Roger Klotz from Doug, uh, which is great. There's so much. every Everybody who sends some fan art, thank you so much. Uh, we all really appreciate it. We love it when we get stuff like that. It just it means so much to us that we can inspire Uh, such creativity from our listeners with our goofy little story. And I really appreciate the response to Gerbert Mertbert, a completely improvised character, Uh, seemed to be such a fan favorite right away. (laughs) Of all the NPCs, I did not expect my lizard folk realtor to resonate so much, but that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. We're going to get back to the rest of this episode. This is the complete uh, lost session. There's not going to be a second part to this one. This is everything that you guys missed from that recording session in this whole episode. It's a little bit on the longer side because of it, but we wanted to make sure you guys got the full taste of our missing seafood stew episode. Next week will be the second part of the sandwich session where the team continues on their quest to find a way into the guild hall in pursuit of a clue to the journals of Plinther and Bielmoor. So enjoy the rest of this one, and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled releases next week. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. So the order of the combat is Margarine, Juno, Fletch, Flack, Thieves, Zabas, Jason. (laughs) So Margarine, you are up. All
1: right, Margin's right in front of him.
2: You are right in front of him, which was an interesting choice. Stab him. <laughs> uh, she had so an you're, idea, you're, and it didn't work. Yeah, so the lay of the land, just so you guys know, you're in kind of like a small like square with a fountain in the center where a few streets meet. And Jason was sitting on the fountain, and he is surrounded by six subordinate thieves, including the, the guy who ratted on you for seeing you at the shop, and then five thugs that he brought with him for support. You are right in front of Jason, and there are three of these thugs to either side of you. What do
1: you do? All right. In Thieves' Cant, Marjorie's going to try to reason with Jason. Okay. So in Thieves' Cant, she says, Jason, dear, obviously you're dealing with a crew that's quite the sneaky group of pickles.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, sneaky group of pickles. Classic thieves. Sneaky
1: group of pickles. Yeah. Uh,
2: thieves terminology.
1: I think it would be in your best interests to go ahead and work alongside us to get some stuff done, don't you think?
2: Roll of persuasion.
1: All right. Come on. Come on. Come on. 22. Mm-mm. No?
2: He is not convinced. Whoa. He really doesn't like you guys.
5: <laughs>
1: 22, though? Nope. Hmm.
4: Looks
5: like we got to fight.
4: Juno. Juno's going to come out from behind Fletch to face his enemy head on and he's going to try and use command to defuse the situation <laughs> And You're fucking cowering behind. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily like a character-based choice, but I thought I could get away with him not seeing me and everything would be fine. It, so- in
2: my head, Juno is also much broader than Fletch.
4: Oh, really?
5: I oh, so yeah. like arms, are, like shoulders are popping up. I'm tall, but I'm skinny. I'm
4: picturing me as me and you as you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So Juno will say, surrender.
2: A amulet around Jason's neck glows and nothing happens. Oh man, I didn't even roll on that business.
5: Damn, Fletch. As the DM, you said there's a Jason is standing by the fountain yep. with all mm-hmm. the other baddies by the fountain. Three on each side. Yep, three on each side.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: All right. Well,
2: and they're kind of like arrayed out to like square up, like a showdown kind of thing. They're they're mm-hmm. in like a line.
5: Uh, Jason, let me just say this: we've grown much since we've last met, and I start running, and in, then I ju- in
2: what direction
5: towards. The fountain. Okay. What are you doing, dude? I'm I'm running, and then I'm gonna jump. Do okay. What is he doing? And then I'm gonna take my stormtail bow and aim it at the fountain.
2: Oh, cool. Roll athletics just to see how this jump goes or acrobatics. Nine. (laughs) I mean, it's not the most impressive jump in the world, but you didn't you didn't I just trip or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
5: Okay, and then I'm gonna shoot my lightning arrow at the fountain.
2: Okay you three. hit the fountain and it electrifies the water within the
5: fountain but nobody's in the fountain right but is nobody afraid of my loud thunderous <laughs> clap with all the electricity <laughs> but around no one afraid. <laughs> uh yeah i'm trying couple, to intimidate yeah, yeah yeah okay well roll for roll, fright. yeah roll yeah roll roll
2: intimidation
5: <laughs> well i have a zero intimidation <laughs>
2: advantage 18. You, you adv- okay. okay well roll roll again just in case you get a 20 or 18. something okay
5: Twelve. Oh uh, yeah. Okay.
2: So in eighteen. So let's say that three of the thugs turn and start running. Yeah, you you did freak out a couple of these. Guys. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: See, Jason, we're different. We've grown. <laughs> <laughs> Not great at intimidating.
1: Jason should recognize Stormy As from, being Jacob with
3: from being Jacob Landalakes. From
2: being Jacob Landalex. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, What's Jason's starting to put that? things together now that you're closer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. He's nearsighted. of
3: course (laughs) obviously
0: that's
4: why jeff goldblum wears those glasses
0: black's turn okay Fletch kind of fucked up my plan how long would that water stay electrified oh it's it's not it's It's, yeah yeah, it's It's done the current is cut yeah yeah yeah. okay here's what i'm gonna do (laughs) this is a new part of the plan that i just came up with i'm going to right oh shit like how far away are we from the fountain
2: You could get there if you ran, so let's say 30, 35 feet.
0: Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm going to see if there's any kind of callback to our old D&D game. I'm going (laughs) to run and jump into that fountain and see if anything happens.
6: Oh, man.
2: You're wet. What? Nothing happens. It's just a fountain. It's not it, it no, this isn't a fountain in a dungeon. What'd you expect to happen?
6: Oh Fuck. That just like That was whoa. that's a whoa
2: that's a deep callback to an old game yeah. that James and Chelsea and I played where there was a water weird inside of a fountain. A what? Like a water monster, like a like oh. the monster in the water temple in Ocarina of Time. Oh like, sure, yeah. Okay.
6: Who like went and cannonballed into that? You was did. That
3: me? Yeah. <laughs> you're, right. you're Tom. you Tom Jones. Oh my gnome. god, that's
6: right. Yeah. That like really random campaign we did where I was a gnome yeah. that looked like Tom Jones. <laughs>
1: oh my god, that's. Right. I'm sorry, listeners, as we do callbacks for things that <laughs> no one else was a part of.
0: But now you all know about it, and apparently I'm just wet. Yep, now you're wet, but. You can still do something. I can still do something. You can't move anymore. Let's say you're out of That's
2: movement.
1: Fine. It seems crazy that Flack would be like, "Let's see if this callback to a DMD <clears> campaign <throat> that I was not a part of in a world that isn't this well, one." Are you
2: trying? You're, so you're now behind the the people, the people, the line <laughs> of thieves. Oh yeah,
6: like, fucking my shut up now. He was like, <laughs> "Electric, electric time." Uh, Let me jump into I don't the know.
1: pool, dude. I guess
0: I'll just fucking cloud of daggers where they are. How how many could I get in a cube five feet on each side? Two maybe. Can it be Jason? If you want, yeah, I'll do that. And you'll get Marjorie with that. She's five feet close to him. She was she was right close enough to him. put a, a cloak on him. Then I won't do him. I'll do some thugs. Okay. Uh, and I'll cast it at level three. So it's when they enter it, it's going to be sixty-four slashing damage. Great. Pick
2: left or right. Left. Okay. Great. Next is. The thugs. What is it? 60 what? It's 64.
0: 64. Yes. Okay. 15. All right. Knife to know ya, Ooh. thieves. Oh, inspiration for that. I already had it. Oh, then good for job. Wonderwall.
5: Oh. Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> I was going to say, that's an incubus callback. Nice to know you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Good> morning view. <laughs> yeah, goodbye.
0: Step. Knives to know you. <laughs> <Yeah>. So uh, <laughs> two of the
2: thieves are going to turn around and uh, get into the fountain to attack you, Flack. Oh, what? Yep, but because it's wet, they slip on the edge and fall into the fountain face first. Ooh. Knife first?
0: Like their dagger first? Did they N- fall into their no.
2: blade? No, they did <laughs> not fall the water they did not fall red? on the sword. Yeah. <laughs> no, not as it's far as you can tell. Fountain. They but they did uh slips. They did not attack you. Uh two are going to attack margarine, And again, one slips on the wet pavement, but the other one does a 16 hit against your AC. Uh, yes. Okay, take nine damage. Okay. And then the two other ones that were intimidated by the lightning strike uh, continue to flee. However, from the nearby rooftops, Fletch, you take nine damage as well as a archer from a rooftop hits you. Oh. And then the other one shoots at Zabus does a 16 against your AC hit. Yeah. Yeah. Take seven damage. Are they on separate roofs or are they together? They're on separate roofs. Mm. Two of them miss. Arrows fall by the feet of Juno and
0: Marjorie. Damn, say. how much coin did Jason Chone put into getting us? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, dude. He put a lot of production into this ambush. Hmm. <laughs> Zabbis.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> I'm
6: wondering what will break first. Your spirit or your body. <laughs> and I fire magic missile at Jason and, like, whatever. Two dudes are... Next to him? Yeah. Uh, what level are you casting this at? I'm going to cast it at level one. Okay.
2: So play. you just have a 10% safe. chance of a wild magic surge. Just
6: 15. <laughs> I'm safe. Okay,
2: you're good. Are you splitting... it? It's magic missile Yeah, is by three. Three darts, right? Yeah. At first level. So it's 1d4 plus one per dart. Mm-hmm. So roll that.
6: Two, <laughs> five, and two.
2: You want the twos on the thugs? Yeah. All right. I'm going to say that you shot the two that were already hurt by the daggers. Yeah. And then we'll do the five to Jason. Yeah. It is now, finally, Jason's turn. He's just going to go ahead and piss himself. <laughs> no. yeah. He's going to swing at Marjorie since Marjorie's <sighs> right there. And he says, "You, um, you remind me. Of someone, I can't. uh, I can't quite place it, but 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 your, your face. Does she remind you of? There's something. There's something about your eyes. Do I? And he's distracted by your eyes, and he goes to attack, but then he stops, and he doesn't attack you. Hmm. That's his turn. We're back up to Marjorie. What do you do in response?
1: Jason, the offer's still on the table. I'd like to work together. And she's staring deeply into his eyes.
2: I'll give you advantage on a persuasion check.
1: Uh huh. I'm wondering if I should pull it out or if I should keep it tucked. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> well,
0: I, I personally like to tuck it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: goodbye. Or goodbye. I butter. have... I'm not
1: I talking butter. about a wiener. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I'm talking about the contract, the thieves' contract that Landa made with him. Oh. But he's all pissed off at Land O'Lakes. But I don't believe...
4: It's a double-edged sword.
1: It is a double-edged sword. Yeah, okay, so I have advantage.
2: On a persuasion Do check. a persuasion
1: far. check. Yeah. Do what's fun. Marjorie reaches into her back pocket and pulls out the contract that she made with Jason Chone
0: Jason's eyes go wide. hmm Yeah.
1: And she said, the offer's still on the
0: table. Wait, doesn't everyone have a bardic inspiration? We never, like, went to sleep. That's true.
2: Oh, oh. what would
1: that... What was that plus? So that lets you. That's a d8.
0: 1d8, you
2: roll it and you can add it to any roll.
1: I'm doing that. So a 24 plus a 1d8. Ooh, 8!
2: So 32? Yeah. Yeah, 32 will get his attention. (sighs)
1: Yes! Yes!
4: Okay. It is now Juno's turn. Juno sees this happening. He's not going to interfere with that, but he's going to go for the archers. Okay. So I'm going to attack the closest one that he has a good shot at with his longbow. Okay. Uh well that is a that is a 9.
2: No, that will miss. That will certainly miss.
4: All right. I'll use my second attack. Uh go for that same one. 23. 23 will hit. Uh it's 4.
2: <laughs> 4 damage? Yeah. Okay. 4 damage to one of the archers. Next yeah. next is fletch. Fletch you're up. Um okay. The so... last 12 seconds or the last, you know, 15 20 seconds, every- however long of the combat, you saw Margarine and Jason have a conversation where she pulled out a piece of paper and you saw Juno fire a couple arrows at an archer, one of which was a glancing blow.
5: Don't forget, everyone has Bardic inspiration. Everyone has Bardic inspiration except for Margarine who used it. I used mine, yeah. So I'm pissed off at one of the archers, the archers who shot me. Yeah. So I'm going to turn to them and say, You've made a huge mistake. And I take aim at the one that Juno slightly grazed. Okay. And I got a one. Oh, your
2: bowstring snaps back on you. Roll damage against yourself.
5: Oh, geez. So it's 11.
2: Yeah, you snap your bowstring against your arm, and your uh, electrified arrow explodes on the bow, damaging yourself. Ow!
5: Now I'm even more mad, and I'm going to fire again at that guy. Great. Because I'm even more pissed off. But isn't his <laughs> string broken? It's a it's magic, a magic string. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to use the the, the bardic the inspiration. bardic inspiration. Yeah. Okay. Twelve. Twelve will miss.
3: Mm.
0: Not a
2: great turn
0: for no. Stormy Boy. Flack, what's up? Now it's time for things to get fun. With my <laughs> new magic, I'm gonna cast Dimension Door at the fourth level. It's a conjuration. It's a new spell I know. I can teleport myself from my current location to any other spot within range and arrive at exactly the spot desired. I'm going to arrive exactly behind the other rooftop archer who wasn't <laughs> grazed. I'm going to uh, dimension door right behind him Jeez. with the dagger where his neck would be. Oh, Jesus.
2: <clears throat> okay. Yeah. yeah. You. I think you just do it. Oh, God. Because yeah, it can, says can bring I can't arrive
0: on. in a place already occupied by an object or a creature, but it doesn't say anything about the object <laughs> that it does specify I can bring along with that's me. That's
2: true. Wow. No, no, no. I want this to work really bad because that's horrifying <laughs> and amazing. And this is the second member of the Knights Past Thieves Guild
4: that you have <laughs> you have slit their throats. And your technique for doing it is just getting
5: more terrifying. <laughs> yeah. You're a master assassin if this <laughs> works.
2: Yeah. So uh, Flack. Cast this dimension door spell. So, what does your dimension door look like? Is it like a portal? Is it like a doorway? Is it like it's a-, a giant eighth note? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, you pluck your flying V ukulele and you create this uh, flax sized eighth note that you walk into. Yeah. And then the eighth note appears on one of the rooftops. You walk right through it and your dagger just impales this archer through the neck, blood pouring out all over your arms as the body of the archer falls from the rooftop and let's say that it lands on one of the fleeing <laughs> <God>. <laughs> fleeing thieves hurting him for oh nine damage let the bodies hit the floor wow. <laughs> <laughs> great it is now the thieves turn so the three remaining archers are going to fire at fletch two of them miss one of them hits fletch for 10 Stop it. And then (laughs) the other thieves... Oh, your cloud of daggers is gone, by the way, Flack. Oh, damn. Time has expired on that. But the other thieves are going to... They start to attack Margarine, but Jason uses his reaction to hold. Oh. He is not yet sure how to react to the offer that Margarine proposed. So they do not attack. However... Didn't anyone see my sweet-ass thing? Yeah, like, people saw it. Like, one of the guys was hit by the body.
0: I mean... I feel like Jason should be pretty intimidated by that. He's preoccupied. All right. Wow.
2: Mm, those <laughs> eyes. <laughs> so now it is Zabiss's turn. Zabiss, what do you want to do?
6: Um, Marjoram, what were you using to try and like commit, or like when you were showing him the contract? What check were you doing? Persuasion. Oh, persuasion. Yeah. How close am I to her?
2: Twenty-five feet.
6: So can I go over to her and cast something? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to cast Enhance Ability. I'm going to like touch her arm, and Enhance Ability, I'm going to choose Eagle's Splendor. That's <laughs> <is> what it's <laughs> referring yeah. What's that? to, which is perfect. This is, this is a,
2: the same thing that uh, you did Bull's Strength on Bjorn.
6: That's right. <laughs> and he oh.
2: ran with the cart. That's mm-hmm. right.
6: So you'll have advantage on Charisma Check.
2: You don't magic surge on this.
6: Yeah. That.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my
6: god. god.
2: Is this a one in ten or a <laughs> this it's is twenty
6: percent. This could get weird. Forty-two. Okay, you're fine. Oof.
2: So you now, Margarin, have advantage on all charisma checks for an hour. Cool. It is now Jason's turn. So you produced this contract and he sees it and he knows this to be the contract that he signed with Landa Lakes. But you're not Land o Lakes, <laughs> But... But is... Is it... It can't be. How did you...
1: Jason, I can be anyone you want me to be.
2: I... I and he looks to Juno, remembering. Remembering the injustice, the indignity. But then he looks to Marjorie, and he thinks of that moment that they shared. And he holds up his hands, and all of the other thieves... <gasps> kind of drop like step back and and, and sheathe their weapons. And he just starts to back away. He like doesn't know what to do. He like looks and he, he you can see on his face that he's like hurt. <laughs> and he, he he looks back at you, Marjorie, and he doesn't really know how to react. He he's so almost offended by the deception that he let himself be victim to. And he says I hope we'll see each other again. And then he throws a smoke bomb at the ground and disappears. (laughs) Ah!
6: I was awkwardly standing like on top of that (laughs) whole time.
1: And you're so much taller
6: than both of us.
2: (laughs) But the other thieves are all still there because they don't have that ability. (laughs) So they start to kind of like run away, trying to hide as best they can.
5: Well, I want to yell to the archers that shot me. I hope we'll see you again soon. (laughs) kill them
2: there is the one that flack definitely did murder yep and that guy that got hit with the body has to like push the body off of him to
4: like
0: <laughs> run away okay so combat over <laughs> the guy who pushed the body off and was like that, sucked. that <laughs> sucked
1: margarine whips around a juno i was this close to giving him you <laughs> this close what
5: uh, Marjorie wrote me a note that said, "Should I offer to trade Juno to Jason?" <laughs> Marjorie, what has changed? <laughs> what,
1: what do you mean? What has changed? You you crushed me.
0: I she, <laughs> I, I you hear I, this from my rooftop. I'm like, she takes shit so personally.
4: Just <laughs> I was made to sleep. I don't know how. I was not tired. <laughs> I, I'm sorry.
1: You need to get a better rest. If that's your excuse, I don't know, man. Guys, this is the second time I've gotten us out of some deep shit.
4: I was going to say thank you, but but damn, I mean, you I'm
1: having a bad day. You stole my gems. Uh, um, I turned into a bird. Have we? I used- lost my boyfriend,
0: Jason. Me. Have we used climbing sail? I know <laughs> you I have. have not. Yeah. Okay, how many uses do we get out of whatever we out have? out of a of it? jar? Five uses. Okay, I, I I discreetly like use some okay. and climb down from the rooftop and then like, you
2: still got a roll. Ooh. I'll still give you a roll, but oh, th- that's you what do get plus used. ten of this
0: roll. <laughs> You said plus ten with mm-hmm. the sale, fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I hope you fell off. Uh, so then, just everybody's <laughs> just
5: falling off our roofs this episode. And yeah. <laughs> no, I climbed three down just five. like
0: trotted trot yeah. over to the rest of the group. I was like, "Sorry, I can only do that. I can only do that dimension door thing once." Uh, so. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, I think everybody's emotions are pretty high, so maybe we should go to the cottage. I'm chill. No, I, mean, I
0: want to buy the more shit. I'm not done
5: shopping. Is it not nighttime? What no, that's t- just no, right it's now.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's in real life.
4: You guys want
1: to keep shopping? Marjorie,
4: I want to get you a gift. It's a friendship bracelet.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> that's the least you could do. What? I sound like Zabbis. <laughs>
5: what? <That's,
0: laughs> yeah, you do.
4: That's,
5: that, that's okay, way guys.
0: more emotional than Zabbis usually gets.
5: Yeah, so let's take it down in that. I do like presents,
6: but... Yep. <laughs> M-
5: Marjorie,
4: do, do you... Uh, wait. Uh, maybe you have a nice thing. To, uh... I'm waiting
1: here, and Marjorie sits down at the edge of the fountain.
0: Do you want to hang out with that uh, body I decapitate over there? No. Okay, just did you ask pick him. its pockets? Oh, I trot back over and pick its pockets.
1: Isn't it on the top of a roof? No, it fell. Oh, it fell. <laughs> oh God! That's
5: yeah. the third person. <laughs> it's to pretty fall gruesome
2: off the roof today. It's kind of smushed. Like it didn't fall far, mm-hmm. but like it's a it's broken and distorted. That's and okay. There's a lot of blood. There's still pockets. There's still pockets. You find some like bloody notes from the thieves guild, of, like work orders mm-hmm. and like job instructions and stuff. Uh, you find three gold pieces, a regular short sword, regular short bow, and regular dagger.
0: Uh, I already have like that stuff. All like, right, so you weapons, don't take but that. I'll take the notes.
2: Okay, make note that you have thieves guild notes. Thanks. I trot back over to the group. Found some notes. Ooh.
1: Need me to read them?
2: What does that mean? They're in thieves camp. You can't read these. You can't read these. Or can I? I think that is speaking. To speak. <laughs> Fuck. Your magic is to speak, not read. <laughs> yeah. What do they say?
1: All right. Let me take a look here. They say they say that there there's, is
2: uh, uh, there is still, a, still bounty a bounty out for Juno. Juno, because again, this is two months after the events of the Beacon, so it's probably about nine weeks since Landalakes, and in that time, they discovered that the body that they thought was Juno was in fact one of their own that you guys had killed in an alley.
4: Oh, I was going to say, did <laughs> they find out because, like, Night's Pass put out a press release saying, like, these heroes did a great thing. No, <laughs> there was no, no such press boy. release. <laughs> uh, well, there should be. Oh, wait. Marjorie, are you staying here? Yeah. Uh, do, do you want, like, some playing cards to keep you company? Entertain yourself?
1: Do you have a deck of playing cards? Yeah, they are good. What do you think? I can't be here with my own thoughts, nope, you never know? never mind. Okay. You think I let's can't sit here and think man. about my new relationship?
5: Personally, walk away. I have, I'm very injured, so I would like to... Oh, walk. really? Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's heal HDs. you, buddy. Oh. I can
6: heal you four.
5: I think we could rest once we get to the cottage, but I think we should finish this Put shopping. I
3: gloves away. <laughs> 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 I,
5: appreciate, I appreciate the offer. Four isn't...
0: Wait, why don't you take it just in case we run into some other shit and then, like, you're four away from being don't want No,
6: I don't want to. All right, reason. children, then Ugh. let's just
0: go to the
6: damn match.
0: No, I'm going to heal Fletch. What are, Chelsea,
2: what do you imagine these gloves to be? Are they, like, big leather gloves or are they, like, surgical no, uh,
6: gloves? No, I feel like they're, like, they're really, like, <laughs> like dainty, nicely like, fitting leather gloves, which are, like, like gloves, gloves I fantasize about having, even though I don't own anything leather, but, like, Yeah, really nicely fitted leather gloves where it says there's, like, glowing marks in them. Yeah, they're,
2: like, inlays.
6: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm almost imagining, like, one white glove and one black
2: glove. It is one white glove and one black glove. Yeah. That's cool. Zappos is slowly getting to look really cool. I know.
1: (laughs) And from, like, a patchwork wizard to this gothic goddess. Meanwhile, I have a
0: choker and a rubber chicken hat on right yeah you look bizarre with your purple lightning bolt flying v ukulele fuck yeah strapped to my oh, yeah. back draw me draw me draw me and tweet me i can't draw so i'm gonna cast cure wounds on mm.
4: fletch i touch you and you regain hit points equal to 1d8 plus where do you my... touch
0: him on his
4: shoulder <laughs> okay I like reach up and touch his shoulder
2: <laughs> well you don't have to reach that high you're like six feet and he's like six four. Oh,
4: i do it anyway
5: thank you regain 10 hp Tetanus. thank you
2: Tens not nothing.
5: Tens good. It's As we know,
2: one can be the difference between <laughs> consciousness and unconsciousness. <laughs> exactly. All right. So Marjorie is hanging out at the fountain doing some soul searching. What are the rest of you going to do, Georgie. George? George. All right. So George would probably be the most likely person to sell random magic He's things. Not puppet boy.
6: Yeah, I won that in my high school mock collection.
2: Most likely to puppet. Most
6: likely to sell puppets. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You go to George's shop. Remember, the dancing satyr is all plants inside. It is a very uh, ornate,
4: lush, welcoming, fragrant place. Mm. Look, George, it's your dancing partner, your friend. Hello. Oh,
2: hey, it's you guys.
5: Hey, George.
4: It's it, F- Fletch. It's
2: been
5: so long. I'm so I happy to see you. It's been months. Hey, we've had we've got on a long journey. It, 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 it,
2: I, Flack. I I I hate to be presumptuous, but but maybe could you strike up a tune?
5: Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, check out check out his new ukulele. Check this shit out. It's very nice. It's a it's a little bit aggressive. Yeah,
2: for it is. My taste. Look but... at
0: this thing. How can it not be aggressive? It's a flying purple v ukulele.
4: George, you know that new sound you're looking for. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Fletch, may I?
5: Oh, yes, of course.
0: And you guys dance. Okay, and the song for this one is... One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven uh, uh, o'clock, eight right, o'clock, s- rock. <laughs>
5: Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We around <laughs> <I> the <gotta laughs> clock go. <I gotta laughs> tonight. Well, the gotta... <laughs> rock, <I> gotta... <laughs> And he's getting into
2: it. Give
3: me something to <laughs> uh, <laughs> crack,
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys kind of jive a little bit. Ooh, that was good. so good. Yeah, it was really. Dude, that was not the direction I was expecting that to go. That was the original
0: theme song to Happy Days before the initial.
3: I
6: remember. I remember those seasons. Yes,
0: that was before Fonzie was the main character, right?
5: (laughs) (laughs) So much knowledge.
2: George is so moved by your dance, and he's so excited to see you guys that he takes you into the back to show you the good stuff.
5: Oh, George.
2: What's it look like? Is it
4: still plants and stuff?
2: Yeah, it's still plants and stuff, but now there's like a reflecting pool and like this is closer to kind of Feywild stuff. It's not. It's not the colors. Like it's still greens and browns and and earth tones, but it's designed more along those lines. So you guys can kind of pick from the weirder magic items. Georgie,
0: yes, my boy, I've traveled far and wide looking for a puppet. Do you have any puppets?
2: (laughs) Oh, Flack, my friend, I think I can accommodate you. (sighs)
0: Do you happen to have the got no strings puppet? <laughs> oh
2: god, what Who's is got this got no strings to so hold him down. So this is a puppet that mimics your <laughs> movements when placed on the floor and activated with a magic word invoking its creator Guy Logan. So this is Love submitted it. by Guy Logan. Okay. Thank you, Guy. Uh so
0: describe James, what do you, what do you think that this puppet looks like? Uh just like the the regular like dark Black hair with like the little triangles on the forehead, you know, for like bangs. And then it's got like big ol' blue eyes and it has
5: no nose. Oh, God. Oh, oh, like the guy from The Plumber from. Uh,
0: oh, Zeke the Plumber? Zeke
5: the Plumber. Oh, my God. You. I can't believe you just brought up Zeke. Though. I had
2: legit nightmares of Zeke. The, Zeke puppet. Yeah. the Puppet. From, uh, Zeke the Puppet. Zeke the Puppet. Zeke the,
3: the
5: Puppet. Salute your are shorts. Your 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 shorts. shorts. Yeah, shorts. Yeah, I was going to say Afraid of the, of the Dark, but wanna.
2: He... Oh, God. There are so <laughs> many of our listeners who probably weren't even born when Salute out. the Shorts okay. was on.
3: That no. in puppet form, it even has a little, little fisherman's gift. hat. I found oh, a terrible gift.
2: This puppet has
5: a bucket hat. A
3: so you have this horrifying
2: gift. Zeke the puppet. Yeah. yeah.
5: Okay, 500 gold. Sold. Oh, Great. man, that was weird. But hey, uh, George, do you possibly have uh, the Dragonheart locket for sale?
2: The Dragonheart locket is a gold locket lined on the inside with flame-resistant purple velvet. When open, the locket unleashes a yard-long cone of fire. A yard is only three feet. Uh, which deals the same fire damage as the spell. Firebolt. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have this. I would like to purchase that from you, Great, sir. that's 750. That's from Nocturne. Thank, Thank you, you, Nocturne. Thank you so
4: much.
0: I would also uh, inquire as to whether you have the fancy party box. Oh, dear.
4: That sounds funny. Uh,
0: I think George would have the fancy
2: party box. Okay. <laughs> it's a very ornate tiny wooden box that has a short string on it that says, pull me in Halfling. You don't know Halfling.
0: Hey, what's this say, Marge? Oh, she's, she's not here. She's not here. here. <laughs> she's not
2: here. Uh, uh nothing no. else is known to the players. George, what's this say? I don't I've never really known.
0: That's fine, I'll take it anyway.
2: I guess since we don't really know what it does, I'll, I'll give it to you for a hundred gold. I know it's magic.
0: Yeah, that sounds good enough for me.
2: Alright, a hundred gold.
0: George
4: I want so many magic things. Do you have the comeback cone?
2: This object looks like a dried conical flower and allows the holder to shout into the flower a comeback to anyone with whom they have ever quarreled, no matter how far away they are or how old the quarrel is. The person on the receiving end just hears a disembodied voice screaming extremely loudly a comeback. The object cannot convey important information. Yeah, he has that no one has ever wanted to buy this. Oh, I wanted.
4: it. I got beef, son. Pun intended. Of course.
2: Excellent. All right, yeah, that's only 10 gold because it's essentially functionally worthless.
4: So you think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, George. Hi. Uh, Over here, please. Uh, Yeah, do you have a Lucky Pick? No. What the fuck? No, he
2: does not have the Lucky Pick. There is a different shop that was originally pitched when we went shopping that would have the Lucky Pick, and this is not that shop. George, do you know who has picks, Lucky Picks? No, because you, again... (laughs) The way that it works is that you oh, don't know yeah. the yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Do you yeah, have
4: yeah. any bracelets or amulets or rings or mm-hmm. pendants?
2: It depends. Where are you looking? You for? Them I'm friendship looking for
0: rings? yeah. Friendship rings would be cool. Friendship rings are the cool. No, the rings of secrecy. I'm sorry. Oh well, I want friendship. I want rings of secrecy. I'll buy them for the whole damn crew.
2: Well, there's probably only one. What? Yeah, you can't just like buy a bunch of these. Well, there are friendship. There's bracelets no use for everyone. For one. Rings of secrecy. I think
5: you need two to make it.
2: Yeah.
5: Make a a thing go right. (laughs) (laughs) What are they? Rings
2: which allow at least two and up to seven users to communicate amongst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you can buy a set of these if you want. All right, but here's the thing with the communication things. You
0: guys have to commit to one communication device. Listen, yo, let me pitch the rings of secrecy. All right, rings which allow at least two and up to seven users to communicate among themselves without being understood by anyone not wearing a matching ring. This is an exclusive club of us wearing the ring. And if everyone on the team is wearing a ring, we could activate the magic of it and talk among ourselves right in fucking front of another person and they would just hear gibberish. So it's
5: like The Sims. So we're all just like... Yeah. Doesn't that sound great? That sounds fun. I think it sounds fun. What else do you got? Do you
0: know you got any better ideas? I mean, there's also the
4: friendship bracelets of light. But, but that, that's not communication. No, right? it's not communication. That's just to find each other. But if you can talk to each other, then you can find each other, so you're good. Let's just, just do
0: that. Yes, Marjorie? She's not oh, here! Shit. She's
4: not here! Well, I'll
2: still buy one for her. Uh, that's 500 piece. so 2,500 total for five. Sold. I
4: hand out the rings to everyone. Oh,
2: uh, the rings were submitted by... Megan Masella. Thank Thanks. you, Megan. Thanks, Thanks Megan.
4: Megan. Could I get the bracelets of intimacy?
2: The bracelets of intimacy, two small friendship bracelets. When they both are wearing bracelets, the users know where the other is and what they are feeling. If one is healed, the other is healed for
0: that much.
2: These are fifteen hundred a piece. These are from Robert. I'll do it. You guys have bought hey out. George, George,
0: I was looking to get my my ukulele tuned. Who could I talk to about music? Where's the guitar center here? There is a cedar lute
2: luthier We're, that is down the street. Thanks.
0: For the intel.
2: We're going to cut over to Marjorie, who is at the fountain. Marjorie, what are you doing?
1: She's grumpy. And she's had, a, as as she's been uh, screaming about all day, it's been tough. It's been a tough day. But in particular, she's focused on what to do about Jason moving forward. Because this is complicated now. Because now he has a connection between Land O'Lakes and her. And it's it, 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 she doesn't know, like, should she try to lie to him about... uh Land o Lakes being related to her or come clean. She wants to keep options open and just trying to figure out what's going on with Jason. She's staring into the fountain. And there's like a bunch of coins in the fountain.
2: There is a bunch of coins in the fountain. One of those coins doesn't completely look like a coin. There's something that is shaped a little bit more like, uh, well, make a perception roll and see if you can figure out what it is.
3: Hmm.
1: 15.
2: A 15, yeah. You're close enough where you can see that there is an earring. A what? An earring, a singular earring that is hidden among the coins in the fountain.
1: She reaches in and grabs the earring.
2: When you pick up this earring, you feel a little bit of a tingle.
1: She puts it on.
2: When you put on the earring, you start to hear a voice, and that voice is Jason Jones. <gasps> and he is just giving orders to uh the thieves and you can hear that he like dismisses a group of people and then like closes a door and he is now as far as you can tell from what you can hear alone in a
3: room what do you do J- Jason
2: T- who who who's 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 there what is that landa is that you is it landa is that even your real name what have you done to
1: me <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, uh, uh. hmm, Jason, <laughs> <gasps> Jason, I need, I need to apologize to you. What you saw today wasn't, wasn't what I want you to see of me.
2: Well deception, advantage, because he really wants to believe you.
1: Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, great, 13.
2: How am I supposed to believe you? How am I supposed to believe anything anymore? You you came into my my hideout and acted like a like a big shot bounty hunter and and brought me that person that Juno so offended. Yep, Juno that so offended me and 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 frankly he so offended me.
1: Then I saw that I've not lied to you about Juno offending me.
2: (laughs) I just don't know if I can I can trust you,
1: Jason. Both of us work in this world. This world of thievery, this world of deception. There has to be a certain level of deception between us in order for this relationship to continue.
2: That's true.
1: And wouldn't you say it spices it up a little bit?
2: That's true.
3: I just...
1: I'm glad you didn't die today. And I'm glad I didn't die today.
2: I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel the same way. Especially about me not dying,
1: mm, mm, understandable, yeah, but i
2: I think I just need some time, and you know to regroup so that I can figure out how to kill Juno Greenpoint
1: mm. well, I might be able to help you out with that. is that so? It may be
2: me Meet- are these
1: your earrings? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm glad you found it. Yeah, I left it one behind the- oh. I was hoping you would find it. Oh. It was a risk I had to take.
1: How do these work?
2: Only you and I can hear each other. The communic hearings were submitted by Lucille Stull. So this I'm removing this from the magic items for sale list because we're using them this way earrings that grant wear plus two to arcana checks so uh you can go ahead and mark that oh, down beth cool. uh while you were wearing this singular earring which fits into your whole pirate thing <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh you get plus two to arcana checks when two people wear one earring each they can hear the other speak even over great distances as if they were right next to each other jason says if you really want to try to make this work meet me in the graveyard in three days at midnight
1: who would you like to meet you in the graveyard in three days at midnight?
2: Whoever your true, real self is.
1: Roger that. <laughs> <laughs> Marjorie's like, making a very scrunched-up face.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Landa. I, I I look forward to seeing you again. And then you hear the sound of someone taking, like, an earring off. Like, you hear, like, a hand against metal. Gotcha. And then, then you hear nothing.
1: She takes her earring off, too and slips it in her pocket.
2: Okay, so uh, Flack walks into the... (laughs) (laughs) Flack walks into the cedar loot, and a half-elf named Nunya... Hey there, friend. Hi, I'm Flack. Hi, Flack. Welcome to the Cedar Loot. My name is Nunya, and when it comes to fine God musical instruments oh, and musical oddities, it's Nunya business.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Juno leaves. Yeah, I, I followed yeah. Juno out. Juno's going to go back to Marjorie. Yeah, Please I'm gonna excuse
0: go. my less musically inclined friend.
2: <laughs> just four people walk in and three immediately walk
0: right <laughs> What kind of stuff you got? This is, this is anything musical. Cool. So, my good friend, as you... Oh, hey, actually, I just... What do you think of this fucking uke, dude? 10,000. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, isn't it awesome? 15,000. No, no. Nope. Not for sale. It's for Tasty Riffs. I guess it's none of my business. (laughs) That's
2: right. (laughs) 20,000.
0: I'll take that as you saying it's really cool. It's very cool. Thank you. Do you have a lucky pick? Yes. I will sell it to you, and this luck of the pick will
2: become yours. The lucky pick was submitted by Liz Harper. It's a magical pick for a string instrument that functions as uh, the lucky feat. You get three luck points per day that allow you to re-roll a d20. At the end of a long rest, you roll one d4 minus one to determine how many luck points you get back.
4: Hell yeah. That's this cool. is
0: 2,000 gold. You got it. Wow. And finally, do you have a duck horn? Oh, I guess you would have a duck horn. Right? Because it's a horn. Oh, yep. man.
4: I love that thing.
0: I'll take this small wooden duck that seems to be a child's toy, and when I blow through the tail of it, the mouth releases a loud quack. The quack will calm small beasts, and the user, me, will feel like a, a childlike bliss as I blow the horn. This is from Jackson Spiner. Thank you, Jackson. The whole thanks, oh, yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Thanks, Nunya. Uh, also, you know what, Nunya? I really like... Are you the only music shop in town? Mm-hmm. Oh man, you know what? There's not enough of us out there. The the you know the arts don't get the attention that they deserve. Yeah, it's a dying breed. Too much focus on STEM. Right. <laughs> so uh, here, you, here, man, this is my appreciation for you staying in business. I give him a five hundred gold tip.
2: Oh, wow. excellent! Mark uh, Nunya as a friend.
0: Hell yeah! Oh. Thanks. I gotta go now since my uh, plebeian friends ran out on me.
6: Well, I you- never left, so
3: i was <laughs> <laughs> standing there. <laughs>
0: zav is just like
2: touching things like yeah <laughs> but thanks a lot uh you're very welcome thank you for coming into the cedar loot you're always welcome uh to peruse my wares and if you ever need your amazing flying v ukulele restrung or if you wanted to sell it for i
0: don't know twenty five thousand
2: gold like uh <laughs> then you know where to find me
0: i do indeed and i play him a tasty riff as i leave
2: oh he's super into that he he jumps onto a drum set and starts jamming <laughs> oh nice dude <laughs> You get Bardic Inspiration now.
0: Oh!
4: From Nanya. <laughs> yeah! Can Fletch and I have a little conversation as we walk back? Sure. So we're just walking there with Pete, I'm assuming? Yeah, Pete's with us, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that Jason shown really steams my milk. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you really didn't like his archers.
5: Oh, no, his archers are going to die when we meet them next. I don't take kindly to being shot three times. It's not fun. No. It's not fun. I'm glad we can bond over this. Yeah, same. Uh, hey, you know what? I have an
4: idea. You you go on ahead for a minute. I'm just going to stop in this alley, and I'll, I'll join you in a moment. Uh, okay. So Juno's going to just stop off in this alley for a second. Okay. Cast Pass Without a Trace on him, so the veil of shadows and silence radiates from him. And then the silence was important because I didn't want to draw attention. I'm going to use that new item, the Comeback Cone. Okay. Uh, I can shout a comeback into this flower to someone who I've ever quarreled with. And I'm going to do it to Jason. Okay. Oh, my God. And I'm going to yell into this flower, and he's going to hear on his end, a disembodied voice screaming extremely loudly, a comeback. (laughs) He's going to hear, Your attack on Juno Greenpoint was an utter failure, (laughs) and you will never defeat him.
2: Okay, uh, Martin, you feel your earring kind of like vibrate. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: she puts it out,
4: nothing happens.
1: Okay, she takes it out. Okay, and
4: Juno just comes out of the alley and runs back up to Fletch. Wait,
5: did you have to take a pee or something?
4: Uh, uh, yeah, I had to, I had to, to, to piss all over something. Oh, release,
5: <laughs> release whatever's in your udders.
6: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just behind you guys like <laughs> <on> i
2: face
1: <laughs> like what is happening <laughs> so Judah passed without a trace and then walked up to Fletch and started talking with him Fletch should be like holy shit what <laughs>
5: <laughs> nothing surprises me <laughs> so you
2: guys head back to the fountain I assume to meet back up with Marjorin
4: yeah how'd it go oh great M- Marjorin I got some some bracelets if-, if we both have one on we can we can wait hang on
0: <laughs> also put this ring on It lets us talk to each other
4: oh, and shit Oh boys, so slow
1: down
0: Here, get, take it
1: Okay, she puts it
3: on
4: Cool, now we can all speak to each other This oh. is not a friendship, well I guess it is But it's also called a bracelet of intimacy uh, When we both wear it We know where each other are and What's how happening, I thought
1: everybody was mad at me
4: No, I just N- and no, If you I get at healed, everybody. you get healed <laughs> If you get healed, I get oh. healed So I'll be able to, to heal you better and In case I accidentally damaged you again, and I'll be better at knowing my friend's feelings.
1: Oh wow! They... I don't
4: know if you want that or not.
1: Well, I could take it off whenever, hey.
4: Oh sure, yeah.
1: Where did is that an accent?
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> that was just how I said those words.
1: All right, got a, a bracelet and a and a ring and an earring. And oh, you got an
4: earring? No, I didn't say it out loud. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's for you guys to know, but not the team.
2: d and d is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynasato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janisse, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Zygan, and Joel Arnold.